there it is. The light is red. It says I'm live, so I guess I am. This is Brent Leary, and I've kind of taken to call this the new BBC, the Brent Broadcasting Channel. And I've, I've had a couple conversations with my next per guest here. We've had a lot of good conversations, and we're really going to have a good conversation right now because of some of the things that Salesforce is doing with respect to small businesses and helping them get the support they need during this pandemic. So with me right now is Meredith Schmidt. Meredith, I'm not even going to try the title because <laughs> we just went through it. I'm just going to say, I'm glad to have you here. And can you tell folks what your title is at Salesforce? Sure. <laughs> I go by many titles, I think, but really uh, I'm the EVP and GM for our small business essentials product and sales unit. Great. So, uh, before we go further, we're going to talk about what Salesforce is doing with respect to helping small businesses out in, in this really dire tire, time of need. But I wanted to pop something up real quick. Here we okay. go. A surprise. And this is what I got when I logged into Salesforce, uh, excuse me, LinkedIn uh, late last night. <laughs> 15 years at Salesforce? You got that right. It's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, it's been what a wild ride. Um, I started there. We had about 300 million in revenue and about 600 employees. Um, wow. I, it's just, it's mind blowing. Um, and it's been just fun, right? This place is changing every year, but I think, you know, why I love my job and I'm elect I have the best job at the company right now is really focusing on small business. Um, and that's really who we started. And then we started a small business and, uh, being able to really have an impact in the community right now is what's super, um, super exciting for our team. Well, uh, let me just say, let me get myself in there. Let me just say, I got to do what LinkedIn says and, and congratulate you on 15 years. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I know one of the things that's near and dear to your heart is small businesses and with what's going on right now, you know, with what, uh, you know, the pandemic and things that are taking place with small businesses, trying to find ways to survive. Uh, what are you hearing from the small businesses that you guys, uh, you know, help and cater to? You know, I, I think there's two, there's two businesses, two, two camps right now, I'd say. Those who are just looking to pay, make payroll, right? How do they keep their employees? Um, how do they keep going for the next three months is, is one thing. Um, it just breaks my heart, right? Not just our customers, but walking around my neighborhood in San Francisco, there's so many small businesses that are closed. There's so many who have pivoted um, to do something really creative. Our butcher, who I love, started stocking fresh vegetables and fruit and bread and eggs. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I can actually get groceries um, and not have to go to the ma massive grocery store. Um, you know, so you see, you see a lot of that. Um, you know, you see small businesses pivoting, I think is the other. And I think there's another camp who's looking at how can technology help, right? How do I um, mobilize a remote workforce? How do I stay connected? How do I share data? Um, so really, I, I kind of see three, three, I guess I said two, maybe three, right? One is how do I even just get through this? Some who are pivoting to even new models that are getting really creative. And then others who are, who are doubling down and saying, let me, the business is actually going well. Let me make sure we keep it going. And um, you know, how can how can technology? I mean, be it a video chat or um, Salesforce Essentials technology, or you know, so many technologies out there. E-commerce. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways to stay connected. 
So we just uh, got another batch of, I think it was a 310 billion into the PPP paycheck protection program. And, you know, it doesn't seem like there's ever really enough money to help these small businesses because as soon as they put a new bill out, the money seems to be gone. Uh, but let's talk about what Salesforce is doing in the, with respect to helping small businesses. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's three things we're really doing. Um, you know, I think the one is just getting thought leadership and content, uh, how to get to resources. What does it mean for your taxes? How do you... How do you connect with customers? Um, you know, why why do you want to connect with customers? So we've got a lot of content that we've been creating and just trying to help small businesses, not just our customers, right? Um, you know, we also have a Salesforce Care um, offering that's specific to small business, and this is really about product and how can we help you um, use essentials to connect to your customers and stay connected. Um, how can you do mass emailing? You know, we we have increase the limits on how many emails can be sent today to your contacts. Um, I think right now more than ever, it's about connecting and communicating. Um, you want to know your customers are there when you come back. Um, and you know, myself as a small business customer to many small businesses, I love the connections I'm getting. I'm loving the updates, um, for the stores that are closed and for the stores who are not closed, but, um, being informed and having that connection to the small business, I think is just crucial right now. And, that's one of the things that our product offering can do for you. Um, but I actually think the most exciting thing we were able to do was to really secure um, the small business grant fund. Uh, this is a millions of dollars we were able to um, basically donate um, as grants to small businesses. Um, the application process went live with our partner, um, an awesome small business community, uh, Eureka, spelled U-R-E-E-K-A. Um, and they're actually offering, um, they're also offering free service uh, and their community is all about mentorship, getting, getting to resources. They're, you know, really serving, um, their main community has been women, people of underrepresented minorities, people of color. And how do you, how do you help folks who don't know how to get to the resources? And I think that's really important. Um, and so we're, we've partnered with Eureka again, the, the grant application went live last week. Um, and we're really looking to help as many um, folks as we can with the money we have. Um, you know, in some of the criteria, all the criteria is online. It's an exhaustive list. I won't name it all. Um, but we really want to know who, who's impacted. How can how can this money help you? And what will you do with it? Um, and Eureka is actually running the entire process for us from application to selection. And we to be actually distributing the grant money, which will be $10,000 to small businesses uh, by June. One of the things I bring myself up here real quick. Uh, one of the things that uh, it seems to be, yeah, they need money, and they're looking to, for surviving. They're they're really trying to figure out ways to to make sure that uh, when things do uh, open up again, that they're in the best position to be able to you know move and quickly as quickly as possible get back up to speed with business. Um, what are some of the things, you know, we know they need money, but what are some of the things, some of the additional things they, they should be doing now uh, to make sure that they're in the best position to get as up to speed as fast as possible? Yeah, well, I, I think one is what is what is the physical work environment going to look like for you? 
right? What is your business? Do you, do you need to think about um, space, right? As a restaurant, you know, we're hearing a lot of restaurants are taking tables out. Um, if that's your business, uh, if you're the hair salon, what are you going to do? How many, how many customers do you want to have in there at one time? Who's wearing a mask? So I think there's the physical aspect of how you reopen and, and what's the social distancing you want to bring to your store. Um, or, you know, if you're all remote um, and maybe remote's working for you, that's some stories we've heard too, is I've seen some businesses who will not go back to a brick and mortar who are saying this is actually cost effective and we're effective as a team working remotely. And I should mention too, you know, one of the small business care offerings is Quip, which is our collaboration tool. Um, it's how, I mean, I am in probably a hundred Quips a day. Um, so I'm overload to some extent, but it's really an amazing collaboration tool. And so I think people are finding and inventing new ways to work. So I think part of it is, is there a new business model that is working for you now that you want to adjust to? Is there a hybrid model you want to go to? Um, we have a good family friend who has a amazing flower shop up in Sonoma County, does all these weddings and wineries. Um, he had to lay off all his employees. So I ordered flowers for, uh, for some of my, my uh, friends and had them all delivered here in San Francisco, which was fun. Um, and it was a little gesture I could do, but I was talking to him with my mask on, of course. Um, and he's thinking about just opening a warehouse space and bringing the employees there versus a storefront. Um, he's just kind of looking at how am I going to be profitable in the future? So I think a lot of it is thinking about, um, how, how can your business model evolve? You know, I think there's a lot of e-commerce, um, you know, we're seeing obviously a huge uptick in our e-commerce, um, you know, products, um, usage, uh, transactions going through that right now. And there's so many great products out there too that can just help small businesses um, think differently. I think, you know, as we come out of this and start to accelerate again, we're going to be hitting the holiday season, right? What does that look for a lot of, uh, you know, physical physical goods, um, small businesses? So I think th those are kind of two things: is what does your physical presence look like? What is it? What does it look like? Um, you know, some people are not going to be comfortable coming into stores that don't have um, haven't thought through space, right? right. Personal space. And so I think that's really important. Um, and then I think, again, is what's your new business model? Is there is there something that's working for you right now that you should continue to do and double down on and maybe bring back some of the other? Like, I'm so hoping that my butcher keeps the produce and the veggies and the fruit because it's a one-stop shop for me. I would love that. And I keep telling him that, too. I'm like, don't get rid of this. Um, he's actually gone from 90 customers a day to 600 a day. Wow. Which is incredible. And so I think there's some, yeah, I know. Um, but there's people who are pivoting to really interesting things and just embrace that. And I think right now too is, you know, for those folks who've had it closed down, what are you, what are you doing right now? How are you connecting the customers? Keep those customers connected, but what's the technology? And I think right now when, when we do maybe have a little more time than we want on our hands, uh, implementing a tool like essentials or any other, um, CRM, honestly, I mean, I'm, I just want small businesses to succeed. I don't, you know, I would love for you to use Salesforce. You don't have to, um, but use technology, use technology. Um, and now when you have the time play with it, we're, you know, as part of the essentials offering, you know, 90 days free, um, possibly to extend, I can't say that or not right now, but I anticipate we'll continue to extend it. We're offering free workshops, right? We've got all hands on deck. We're doing office hours. We're doing one-on-one -on -one consulting. We've got chat enabled in the product. I mean, we are 100% focused on getting you up to and running quickly in your time to value, right? And so we're not just giving you the product. We're actually surrounding you with every piece of customer success and support I could possibly give right now. 
um, to engage you and to help you know what job we can help you do. So I think that's part of the thing is you hear CRM for small business and you're like, what is that? I don't know what CRM even stands for. And so we're really trying to talk with the language of the customers, um, which is what's the job we can help you do, right? And how So what is connecting with customers, um, you know, automating emails, gather, gathering leads, driving sales. Um, but there's a lot of ways we can use technology. Um, and right now is a time to invest, especially when it's free. Right. Well, the other thing too, and you mentioned this, the grocery thing, a lot of people could have been, you know, shopping online for groceries long before the pandemic. They just didn't. Many of them said, you know, why would I want to shop for groceries online? I can just go and you know, go to the store and get it. And then something like this happens and they can't shop the way they normally shop or they don't feel comfortable with shopping the way they normally shop. And then they, they have to try this online thing and something funny happens. They kind of like it. Mm -hmm. And so what's going to happen, I think is that, you know, after we get past the pandemic, when things open up again, when they could go back to doing things the way they used to, some of them are going to do that. Absolutely. But I think there's going to be a, a significant percentage of folks who are going to be like, you know what? I kind of like this online grocery shop. I kind of like this contactless delivery. I kind of like, you know, not having to go into the store, you know, and have the store kind of do everything I need to, to make me feel comfortable. And now I really like this. Mm -hmm. How do, what's the best way for small businesses to, really think about designing, as you said, changing a model or, or trying to respond, not just for the short term that they, people were forced into, but for these long term behavioral changes, customer expectation, uh, expectation changes that are taking place because of the, the pandemic. But these things are going to be, you know, long term changes, because People are getting used to doing things that they never did before. They got forced into doing it. And now they figure out, you know, this isn't bad. Right. I have personally been an Instacart user for maybe four years. I think the day they opened, I downloaded the app and I was all in it. I'm like, I don't have to carry my groceries to my front door in San Francisco. This is amazing. <laughs> and I ordered all my wine through there. So I was a big fan before and I was so upset when this all happened because I used to get two hour delivery windows. Now it's like three days. Yeah. But I'll go back to it. I, I am a believer of it. But what's different is I still went to the butcher down the street, right? There were still small businesses that I think offer a specialized specialization. Um, and it's also, I feel a sense of community with the small businesses around me. And I think that's why this, I, I keep saying the word connection, but it's building that connection with your customers. Because um, I think the customers will come to you who want that connection. And I think that, you know, where I, where I see, you know, where I may have spent the extra money by going into a store was that last minute thing that was right in front of me at the checkout counter that I did not need. That's what I'm not buying anymore, right? That, I'm not buying the Us Weekly anymore. No offense, Us Weekly. But it's those little vanity items that you kind of see as you're walking out the store and you're like, oh, okay, I'll buy it. It's on sale. I'll buy it. I think that isn't going to be there anymore. And that's actually one thing my family friend was talking about on the flower shop is he had a lot of tchotchkes, right? They didn't make a lot of money for him, but they made some extra money, but maybe you had to let go of some of those things. Um, so I think, you know, as you're coming out of this and there's a new norm, like there's a new way that people are going to want, are, are used to now, 
and it's not as scary as before to allow people to shop for you. That's an odd feeling. Um, (laughs) I think where clothing stores, I mean, I need to try things on personally. So I, I can't wait for clothing stores to open back up, but uh, I think there's people who, you know, obviously have been getting online delivery of clothes and I'm just, you know what it is? I can't, I have no patience to return anything. So I know I can't get clothes delivered that won't fit me because I will never return them. Cause I'll never go to UPS. Um, but I do think when I look at all the stores around me um, and all the messaging they're sending out, it's, it's heartfelt um, and it's real people. Uh, so I do think that it'll change, but I think it's going to change in the, the, the bigger retail spaces, the bigger shopping, you know, the Safeways, the grocery stores, Versus the smaller small businesses. I really think the small business, everybody wants to help right now. And I think there's a, there's a time that this entire country world is embracing small business owners. And I think that as small businesses open up, every one of us wants to go be a patron again. So I think there's a, there's a unique connection you have about being in the neighborhood um, and seeing that same person getting your coffee in the morning and asking how the dog is, how's the baby. Uh, You don't get that. In, in some of the bigger stores. So I think small businesses are actually really well positioned to open when they open back up. I think the customers are going to come rushing in. I really do. And let's talk about, uh, you know, maybe does this uh, speed up the process of digital transformation for small businesses that uh, maybe this is, you know, they were maybe taking a bit of a time to go through this transformation. Maybe, a lot of the focus on transformation was more on transition. And so how do we use technology to streamline the things we already do, make them more efficient, make them more cost effective, but maybe now uh, small businesses can be thinking more of, all right, we need to figure out a whole new way to engage with customers who are, who have changed because of this, this pandemic. And, we need to change in order to meet these different expectation sets like the contactless delivery. So how do, how do uh, these small businesses start really putting themselves in a position to think transformatively about this technology as opposed to leveraging, you know, automation to make our processes more efficient or the processes we already know about more efficient and more cost effective. Yeah, you know, I think digital transformation is kind of like, oh, is it that just for enterprise, like big enterprise companies? And I, I think you're absolutely right. It's it's for all size companies. And digital transformation is um, not just about process automation, like you were just mentioning, right? We can we can definitely automate process, and I think that's a lot of what technology has done. But digital transformation, how it, what, where are you in um, your digital presence? I have to tell you. Um, you know, a bakery down the street. I'll give another example. One of my favorite small businesses. There is everybody in San Francisco right now wants to make sourdough bread. So they've actually put onto their, um, their Instagram feed, which I do actually look at Instagram and they're, they started giving away sourdough starter packs, starter, starters, whatever this thing is called, uh, plus dough or plus flour on uh, Sunday mornings, two weeks in a row. Now they've sold out. It's not, it's free. I should say that's been gone. But what's brilliant about what they did is how they connected to what they were seeing and connected to this phenomenon going on in San Francisco where everybody's posting sourdough bread, but they can't make a starter. Uh, but what's brilliant about this is as you go in 
to pick up your starter, you're buying uh, some cookies or a pie or a cake or a cupcake because this bakery is fantastic. So they're drawing in these customers in a different way with a social platform. And so I think there's a social, uh, I have personally resisted social. I actually don't have a Facebook account. I should tell you that, but I do love Instagram. It's super easy. I see my friends and families and, and I do follow some local businesses. So there is something to be said about how you get creative in um, even watching the trends and how do you respond quickly. And I think digitally, there's digital channels everywhere. People are talking everywhere about your business. You've got to be listening. And I think for small business in particular, you have to be listening to these channels. Um, and that's what some of the digital transformation can do for you is, is listening, right? Bringing these channels together, um, bringing them into one database where I'm not searching through what's being said on Twitter versus um, Facebook versus Instagram. It's all coming into a central feed. I can see my customer. I can see the sentiment about me as a business in one spot. That's about looking and thinking differently, right? Those things, um, especially as we can't communicate in person right now, that's changing. And I think these communication channels that are all out there, um, people need to be thinking about. I also think there's, you know, we talked about the e-commerce. Um, and I think not just e-commerce in products, but I think about services. You know, I've got, I still haven't done my taxes, admittedly. I know I owe money, so I, I've been pro, pro <laughs> um, I just love that it wasn't due yet. But, uh, you know, I'm getting all these ways from my tax guy to do taxes differently. Right, which I used to have to go in in person, and right. how amazing was it when they found I, who wants to go to the you know in person and talk to the tax person? I never did, but I felt like I had to. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's always bad news, but um, but I felt like I had to. But now they're transforming how they connect with me too, right? So, what are the ways you can think digitally? Um, you know, you look at e signature platforms like DocuSign, right? That is just, I mean, you are not going to see a salesperson always anymore. How does sales look like? How do you um, actually enable that, that digital? And that's somewhat of a process, but it's also how you connect. Um, and I think then again, I look at a lot of services, services companies. Um, I think platforms like, um, you know, Zoom, obviously, and Google Hangouts and all that good stuff. I mean, you just, you get, you do get a personal connection. I, I found one thing so interesting through all of this, the last eight weeks we've been home at Salesforce at least is I actually feel more personally connected to my team members than I did before. Wow. And I think what's really interesting is being home, you have this unique perspective into their world, right? You see the, the child running in and out of the room. You see mm -hmm. the dog or cat jump on their lap. You see their house. Like it's this oddly personal connection that's happening. Um, and I think even with my, you know, the tax person, I can see like where they live, where their what their office looks like. Are they messy? Maybe I don't want to work with them anymore. <laughs> but you're getting this glimpse into like human life that you know, personal life that's kind of blurring this. Um, it, it's creating more connections, I think, with employees, at least for me and my team, for sure. Uh, and so I think that that's something powerful when you think about digital transformation. I think about online presence. I think about all the channels. I think about all the support channels where people are talking. You want to meet them where they are. You want to bring those conversations together. Um, I think conversations and, and connections are just the, the new digital way we're interacting. I probably am setting you up for a very easy home run. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but in the midst of this, what, what we're all going through, how important is CRM, customer engagement, 
how important is it for small businesses during and post Corona versus what it was before? Well, I'm going to say very <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, 10, but, but I think about those small businesses who've been um, tracking their customers on an Excel spreadsheet, right? Um, the customers have no way to contact them. They don't have maybe, maybe there's a website, but there's not a help center. There's no way to ask questions back and forth or stay connected. Um, some people still write their customer information on, on a ledger, right? Um, and so you think about actually bringing data and your customer data into one central place where you can actually um, connect with multiple customers at the same time. Maybe you want to give an update on um, on the, the new item you are selling. Um, some people, you can put it on social media. Some of your customers are not there on social media. Maybe they, they read the emails. And so I think um, that customer relationship has never been more important, I think, especially to small business right now. And I think that's what's the heart of what CRM actually is about, is yes, we're gonna track and hopefully drive more sales. But if you don't have those customers and customer loyalty, I think um, customer loyalty right now matters. Um, and how do you stay engaged? Um, you know, we did a survey too on small business, you know, I think 86% of our respondents said that they'd pay a little bit of extra money to buy from a small business. Uh, I think that's more true than ever. I mean, I know my tips have doubled. I've done anything I possibly can right now, but I really believe CRM is the heart of that customer database. And that's really what this is, is how do you stay connected to your customers? How do you, you know, when you come out of this, Right. As we start to accelerate out of this again, once we kind of get back to work and figure out what work looks like, um, how do you drive sales? Right. It's those uh, insights you have from the customers you currently have. What are they buying? You have a history of what your customers have done. What could how could you draw other customers in? How could you how could you lever what you leverage what you're learning from your current customers to seek out new customers? How do you bring those new customers into your database? And a lot of this is not about data entry, right? All this is, you know, what technology can do, what CRM tools do is automate this for you, right? right. There's business card scanners. You don't have to go type in business cards anymore. Um, but there's a lot that you need to do. And it all, in my mind, a good CRM centers, centers itself around the customer. Yeah, I, I would think too, th what this whole situation has proved is that things can happen that nobody can really foresee. Right. And it's the companies that are able to react quickly and stay connected and not just stay connected, but just be there for their customers. I mean, yeah. it doesn't mean that you have, you know, you, you have to you know, give out millions of dollars, but maybe it's just being there to, to respond, to, to, yeah. to be empathetic and using whatever tool that allows you to do that as quickly and as meaningfully as possible. Uh, I think that's what helps you, you know, have customers on the other side of this. I, I've been talking about customers want to know that when the chips are down, you're there and you're not just a transaction. You, you're really, you really, you know, feel for them and for their business. And I'll never forget somebody told me recently, I cannot wait for this to be over because as soon as, you know, things are operating more normally, 
I'm going to dump this one vendor who I, I can't dump right now because I, I'm just in need. But the way they treated me, I don't want to deal with them any longer than I have to. And then on the flip side, there are some vendors that, you know, they've come through so much for me. They've got a customer for life. Mm -hmm. So I think whatever tools allow you to act like that and respond like that and and allow, you know, the empathy to come through, that's the that's the tool that is going to allow you to stay in business for the long term. I think CRM is like that. I, I really well said. I completely agree. And it's you know, it's not necessarily about new customers right now. It's about it's about embracing your current customers. Right. It's about keeping them. And, and, you know, for, you know, even I look at Salesforce about, you know, our conversations right now have changed. We're not in there trying to sell you more seats. We're not in there trying to sell you a new cloud. Right. We're asking how your business is doing. We're, we're trying to understand where you're at. How can we help? Is there something we can do that helps? Um, and the empathy in the conversation has certainly changed. And I think that goes across businesses of all size right now. Um, is it about customers in, 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 retention honestly and uh, and then or you know you get a brilliant idea like the bakery who's bringing in all these new customers because they're getting st sourdough starter kits capture those leads right? right those are your new customers so there are customers getting created um in a really great way to bring in new customers and you kind of talk about the you know online grocery stores there is that that new you're getting a whole new customer base how do you keep them there now that you got them there and i think that's what a crm tool can do too is capture those leads Every new customer is really what we would call a lead um, and bring them into your database, nurture them, uh, nurture them now and nurture them when this is over. Meredith, what, what the last parting words, what, what do you want to leave the folks who are listening with, with respect to this whole situation and, and what happens once we get past this? Um, you know, I know my heart breaks every time I walk out the door. And I think one is, you know, it's, I, I, don't, I don't, we can't all say, I mean, we're in this together, but we're not all in the same situation. And I think I have the empathy and, you know, I recognize that I'm in a, in a fortunate position uh, working with Salesforce and being able to work from home. And I, you know, I personally am doing everything I can to every small business around me. Um, you know, I'm writing letters to the mayor, trying to get the dog groomer to get open because my dog needs a groom. It's essential service. I promise <laughs> in front of the fan right now. Um, but I think it's, you know, the world is, is here to embrace small business. And I think that I want small businesses to know, like everybody I talk to who can do anything are doing something right now. And it's $10 to here, you know, $25 to there. Um, you know, I think again, our hearts just go out to everybody in the situation we're in right now. And as we get through this, I can't wait to start spending a lot more money. And, I, <laughs> and you know, it's not about spending money. It's about supporting them. You know, maybe it's one extra trip to the restaurant, one extra this. Um, and, you know, there's so many resources out there right now. I hope enough gets to the people who need it is my number one thing. You know, we're doing a little part with our $10,000 grants. We've got the PPP stuff. I just hope it gets to the right people who need it the most. Um, and that's what I would say is I, you know, I'm thinking of everybody in and uh, hoping we all make it through this. And where can people go again to learn more about you know all the initiatives that Salesforce has going? 
Sure. Uh, so if it, for uh, essentials.salesforce.com, we have uh, links to all of our Salesforce care programs. We have links to the application process for uh, with Eureka. Um, I think salesforce.eureka. Um, there's a lot of resources out there. And uh, we're also, we were actually really excited to join American Express, Stand Small, Stand for Small. Um, there's a lot of resources that are coming together on that site as well. So there's a lot of places that small businesses can go um, with companies that are really trying to help. Well, it's good to see Salesforce helping and doing all that you guys are doing. So thanks again for the time and and uh, looking forward to you know having conversations where we might actually even be in the same place at some point. I, I would I would I look forward to that. All right, take care. Okay, thank you. Have a good weekend. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> it's Tuesday. <laughs> I'll have a good weekend after a couple of good days. <laughs> That's funny.